Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Welcome to The Less Stressed Life, all about making this your time to feel freaking awesome about your life, health, and happiness. This podcast of The Less Stressed Life is hosted by Krista Bigler. Krista is an integrative registered dietitian nutritionist who specializes in reducing food-related stress, inflammation, and symptoms of food sensitivities. She brings over a decade of nutrition expertise and playing with her food to the table. From coaching, teaching, writing, and work Working within a major food company to behind the scenes for a health celebrity. To learn more, visit lessstresslife.com. Hey there. So remember when we first got together, I said we were going to have a bi-monthly show? Well, the response was so great after the first few episodes that I decided to stick this surprise episode in and maybe we can keep up and keep doing delivering a weekly show that would bring me a lot of joy. But I need to hear from you whether um, if you send me messages or uh, ideally if you can click in the reviews. So to leave a review, you actually have to go out of where you've subscribed to the podcast. You go back to your search bar in your podcast app and search for Less Stress Life. Once you click on it, Um, up in the top navigation, there'll be a spot in reviews. And it's actually pretty simple from there. But it's just not in the same place where you listen to the shows, you have to go back out to search. So if you're able to leave some reviews, that would be amazing. And today we are bringing you a life coach. It's really this today's episode is really for anyone that's kind of overwhelmed. And it kind of helps you stop and re-look at how you're doing things and um, what's bringing you the most fulfillment in life. So happy to bring this guest today. Her name is Jen from Searching for Superpower. But remember, I promised you some kitchen ninja tricks. So let's chat chat uh, just a touch about an interesting tip that I learned from some family members not that long ago. I was with family uh, in the summer at um, recently, and we were having some grapes and my sisters had washed the grapes with some orange essential oil. Now I'm not like a big essential oil person per se, but dang, it was delicious. Like might be the best fruit I've ever tasted. So the specifics is that if you can take some green grapes, put them in water with a few drops of this orange oil, let them soak, rinse them off, and then they'll kind of have this natural orange essence to them as you eat them. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let me know what trouble you have in the kitchen or if you need something to speed up your prep or make something extra delicious. Let's get to it. Off to the show. So welcome to this episode of The Less Stress Life. 
today we have a pretty awesome woman. She's a superhero. She owns Searching for Superpower. Her name is Super Jen Migos. She uh, empowers ambitious supermoms through her coaching programs and courses that help them rediscover who they are, what they want, and teaching them tools that they can utilize to get there. So she uses these same techniques in her personal life as she juggles being a single mom, a leader in her community, and an online entrepreneur, which is so awesome. So I was talking to Jen a little bit before. She's a life coach, life coach, mindset master. <laughs> We're just so, and she, and she has, you know, like a superhero mask on in her pictures, and we're just so excited to have a superhero on the show. Thank you so much for coming, Aww, Jen. Oh, thank you so much. What a great introduction. I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. I can't talk either. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So how I met Jen, it's just, you know, um, this used to sound so creepy when you said you met people online, but, you know, it works. And sometimes you can just kind of tell if you're going to like someone's personality right away, which is exactly what happened when I saw Jen post. I saw her picture, and I don't know if you guys, well, if you're listening to the show, you already saw my picture on the podcast app, you know, with the banana smile, and this girl had a similar cheekiness. You know, she had her superhero garb on, which is funny, because I've actually shopped for the same type of mask when I was considering different podcast (laughs) titles, so I knew we were a good fit, Um, because sometimes you just know. So let's find out who this girl is behind the mask, um, because, you know, if if you, you know, are like me a year ago, you're probably wondering, what's a life coach? Like, what is a mindset master? Jen and I were just talking earlier. We're both um, personal development junkies, which like will up level and make your life crazy awesome. And you are now a personal development junkie because you are listening to this podcast. But uh, let's, why don't you tell us a little bit, like, what is a life coach, Jen? Um, You know, and how did you feel called to start that? What's your story? Absolutely. Uh, Thank you for all that. Um, So basically, a life coach, I never knew what it was either. And I was like, yeah, okay, a life coach, they're like, you know, that airy fairy kind of stuff. And I didn't really believe in it much. But um, and within my own journey, I stumbled upon the personal development and really loved um, Wayne Dyer. Like I go old school. I always laugh because my grandma is like my inspiration. She's the one that got me into personal development, (laughs) oddly enough. Um, And she is a big Wayne Dyer junkie. So I go into like the really old school teachings um, before there was Internet and before there was all the other distractions that we deal with. Um, but as I was venturing onto in my personal development and learning more about myself, I figured, or I found that I couldn't relate to it from a woman's perspective. And I had a really hard time finding super, um, valuable resources that were created by women and for women, you know, so I would learn how to journal and how to manifest things. But in these type of ways where you had to do it for hours at a time to make anything happen. And as a busy super mom, um, you know, we just don't have time for that. And so I love being able to take the principles that I've learned and translate them into um, little bite-sized chunks so that anybody and everybody, no matter your schedule, no matter where you're at in your life, can really um, benefit from that. So moms has really been my heart. I am a, a single super mom of two little people. And once I really started digging into the online space, I knew I wanted to teach the personal development and learned about life coaching for real and learned that you didn't have to, um, you know, you didn't have to be some hippie on the side of the road. You didn't have to be some psychologist. It was really just about empowering other people to take action in their lives. 
and asking questions, which is something that I've always been kind of naturally curious about mm-hmm. um, and always enjoy just helping people figure out, you know, who they are and, and what their place is in this world. I think we all have that 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 feeling inside of us that like we know we're meant for something, but it can be really tricky to figure out what that something is. So mm-hmm. I love being able to just help people figure that out. Well, when we first talked about you coming on, we talked about kind of how you help moms and how that happened. And you said some things that had really resonated with me. Um, when you become mm-hmm. a mom, uh, I, it's what I call you sort of can enter mom fog, right? Because you kind of like that's you're yes. very focused um, and and maybe you don't forget your personal identity, but maybe it seems like you forget, but you don't feel like yourself because you just birthed up like a person just came out of you, which is a big, amazing <laughs> thing. And maybe not, right? maybe, maybe a person didn't come out of you, maybe you adopted, but and I maybe fog is just a nice way to say lack of sleep, but uh, there's a lot of as you're kind of adapting to this new lifestyle, because like when, you know, going from single freedom to maybe married freedom mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever your route is, it doesn't, you know, maybe it goes from single to having a child and being, you know, you, you adopt this completely new identity, which is great. But some of us kind of struggle with sorting that all out. I, I just remember them sending my first child home with me uh, from the hospital. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, how do, why do they let us do this? And so, um, I know you, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) I know you kind of, you speak to that. You kind of like play into, you know, you're shifting that role in life. And so it's kind of figuring out how to navigate those changes and remembering to care for yourself. So, um, tell us like, is that, is that what you see? Um, is that like, is that why you've gravitated to moms and what are some other reasons, um, you kind of focus in on that group? Sure. Um, so yes, totally the mom fog thing. I, most of my clients, um, I have a couple different levels of programs that I do because I think that, you know, help and support should be available no matter what stage you're in or, um, or the level of help that you're ready to get. So I've got a, a program where I work specifically with these women that have this mom fog that you talk about. Um, and it's so funny because, we all get to a point when our kids are a certain age um, where we try to go backwards. I feel like we all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to be a mom 24 seven anymore. I want to be me. And you're like, well, who the heck is that? Um, so you go backwards and you try to be the person you were before your kids or before um, you know you got married and you realize really, really quickly that that's, that person doesn't exist anymore. That life has changed. Um, so then you're left just kind of disheartened and you feel stuck. And now what are you supposed to do? Um, so that's where, that's usually the starting point. That's when most women come to me, honestly, and we're able to sit down and dig internally and figure out, you know, if you take away the mom title, if you take away, you know, your career title, like who are you at your core? And it seems like this huge, overwhelming task, but we really break it down um, and make it into something that it just empowers women to take ownership of their lives. Because at the end of the day, if we don't figure it out, then nobody else is going to do it for us. Mm -hmm. And 
once we do, we can really be the best versions, not only for ourselves, but for our families and for everyone around us that we really want to make an impact on. Right. Because like you had said, um, when you feel like you don't have your own identity, then what kind of person are you? Mm-hmm. You know, you're, and, yes. and you had yes. said specifically, you you sort of get into a miserable, bummed out place occasionally, right? Because like sometimes it happens. Yeah. I was trying to envision myself going through uh, those own stages in my life as you were describing them on mm-hmm. how you sort of forget your own identity, right? Like you you want to go backwards because you're kind of sick of wiping butts or, you know, being sleep deprived or whatever. Totally, you're like, totally. You're like, I just need to go have a girl's night. And then you go do that and you realize your initial reaction is that I am older than I thought I was. Like in my head, mm-hmm. I'm 23 or 25 or whatever age but it seems to be that all the people around me have gotten younger and don't have to <laughs> children and now I don't even know because I'm trying to catch up with them and it doesn't really work and you have that that's what happens right and so then what happens to people how do they yes feel? yes so I know this it started um I, I went through this personally as well and so I can remember I I was a young mom um, so most of my friends were still in their early 20s and out partying and it was like wow I do have to get up and change diapers in the morning I don't get to sleep it off for the whole next day um, so it, it really once you get past that and it's sort of a hard hit um, for a lot of us because you know, the scariest thing to the human brain is the unknown. So all of a sudden you're going, well, if this isn't right, what is it? Um, So it really can be a tough thing. So the next thing to really do to help kind of propel that forward and where we kind of start with my clients is figuring out who you are now. Once we strip away the title, who are you? Um, And we use a ton of like little, real simple um, techniques and uh, little exercises where basically the core of it is just to take a minute and sit with yourself and, you know, ask yourself, what do you want out of life right now? Not what did you want? Not what you necessarily want in the future, but like right now, um, you know, what would make you happy? What would make you feel good? What are those underlying urges that your body and your mind are just screaming at you to listen to. Do you ever find out that your clients initially choose things that they think they want right now, but it's not yep. really what they want? <laughs> yep. Um, uh, my clients know, anybody that works with me knows that I, it's another part of my superpower, I call it, but I can see beneath the surface. Most people will start at the surface level because we're not used to digging into past that or underneath that and we give those easy answers because we don't want to do the work right but we just want the results so it's really my job to push them in a loving way to you know I'll call them on their their bs and be like hey no like that's good but you're you're telling me what you think I want to hear what are you what do you actually want and it's a process and so it takes some time to dig past the um, the perceived judgment or any of that that we kind of have stored up just from our surroundings and what we've been taught our entire life. 
Yeah, if you can work through an exercise, like even that question in 30 seconds, you're you're not digging deep enough, right? This reminds no. me, um, my mom gave me once a postcard. She'd written it out. She always does this things when she's trying to share this wisdom with her kids that at the moment <laughs> sometimes isn't always well received. But sometimes it's funny, like maybe I never threw it away. So occasionally resurfaces when I'm going through things. And I believe the top says the levels of happiness. And what I'm thinking as you're talking um, the first one was, you know, you think you're happy by um, material things. And so I'm guessing sure. that sometimes you get material type things at the surface level when when people are, are telling you what they want right now, right? Because that's what we Absolutely. sometimes think. Um, mm-hmm. Because the happiest people is generally not the material things, right? Because that's what you kind of find out at the back end. <laughs> um, well, you do. And you find that the the, hap- the people that appear maybe on the outside to have all the things that you think you want, either one, they're miserable on the inside, or two, they are happy, but it's not because of the things. It's because of the other stuff that they're able to do. And they just happen to be in that positive mindset and have, you know, are just a couple steps down the road further than you are. Mm-hmm. But it's totally attainable for you as well. You've just got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this isn't completely on topic, but since I mentioned levels of happiness, I don't know if you've ever seen the little um, sketch. It's like a little bubble person and it's holding a jar. No. It's holding a little jar. <laughs> I'm going to have to look for it. No, you've seen this. It says, um, it's like maybe two little bubble figures talking to each other and they say, okay. it's he, one's holding like a jar and it says happiness. And he mm-hmm. said, hey, where did you get that? And he said, oh, I made it. And so... Um, and it's kind of, you know, it's it's that really digging within. And that's where that mindset piece comes in. Yeah. So, you know, as you're talking, when people try to do these exercises themselves, that's cool and that can be good. But it's sometimes nice to have some like a, a meter or a barometer to call the BS, right? So after you guys Absolutely. work through, you know, what do you want right now? Then then what happens? What's what's next on that level of self-discovery? Um, once we kind of figure out, you know, it get, you get a baseline that way. So we figure out, who you are right now. And then we really want to figure out like, where do you want to go? Like in a perfect world where, you know, what would your life look like? And again, a lot of us are unhappy because we, we say we don't have the things we want, but have you ever taken a minute to ask yourself what you actually want? (laughs) You know? So, um, you know, we, we work together and figure out, you know, in a perfect world, like what would your, what would your life, what would a day look like if you could design your own, Um, you know, and again, not what you think everybody wants to see. This is once we kind of break that surface layer, what's in your heart without judgment, without the fear of anybody's opinions, you know, what would you be doing? Who would you be doing it with? Um, you know, what would you be looking at eating? Who would you, you know, all of these just little details, it gives your brain something to hold on to and something to strive for. It's like if you don't have a goal of where you're going, how do you expect to get there? Exactly. I think that's maybe on the maybe on your website. You can't what, get what you want if you don't know what it is that you want and who you are. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so what I hear you saying is that first you really have to do your own self-discovery. So, um, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that since it's self-discovery, you're not you're helping people not consider maybe, you know, you're letting them dream with, you know, what's a perfect day for you can, you know, with considering your family, but not, not saying what you think they want to say. Um, so I'm actually kind of curious at what point, like, 
do you ever encourage your partner at, at some point along the self-discovery process? Like at what point does the partner and or spouse um, thought come into play? Like, do you consider that or do you just continue to dig, dig deeper or what happens next? So it, it it's different um, for everybody's situation. You know, some people have partners, some don't necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so it really is all about figuring out what works for you. If it's something, you know, a lot of times these ideal versions of themselves and these lives, they include their kids, they include their families. And that's great because at the end of the day, you know, we are moms or again, you know, most of the women that I work with are moms. And so it all comes together, but it's about truly finding balance and not forgetting about yourself in the process. So I always say that you can, you know, you can figure all this out on your own. I'm not coming up with some, you know, amazing revolutionary techniques here. These are basics. These are tried and true. They're very simple techniques, but they're not always super easy to implement. And that's where having the backup and the support, and of course, including the support of your spouse or your significant other um, in that process, it can be super powerful because that way you're going to get the long-term support and you're able to design a life together. I always encourage couples to you know, work on this together or I'll have some women get their husbands or you know, to write um, their version of, of an ideal day as well and then sit down and compare them to see where they're at so that they can come up with sort of a mission for their family and where it wants to go. And I've actually seen that like save marriages um, because it's in that part where when we don't feel good about ourselves, a lot of times our romantic relationships are suffering as well. And, you know, when you have a young family, that's that in itself is challenging. Um, So I love making it sort of a family ordeal. Right. Yeah. I used to work more. So even with moms um, that were just kind of struggling with like that, the health consequences of what mm-hmm. pregnancy does to your body and how you feel about that. And you're exactly right. When you don't yes. feel good about how you look, then, um, you know, it just kind of, it really is a, everything we do is a reflection of how we feel ourselves, right? Like when some, when you say something mean to someone else or you talk bad about someone else that it doesn't have anything to do with that person. It's just a reflection of how you're feeling about yourself. And so it's good to have other friends that feel that, you know, that can help you with that. And that's kind of what you are. You're like this friend coach accountability partner, because you're right. You know, um, you could figure it out on your own, but if, if people, what stops people from doing it on their own? Like, well, you know, if they were figuring it out on their own, then they wouldn't need help. Right. And so those, Mm -hmm. that's why, you know, we, we can do things, but sometimes we don't. And, Remember the the definition (laughs) of a, I have a friend, I'll probably use this again sometime, but my friend Miller, uh, he, he said something I absolutely loved one day. He said, you know, when people say I know it's my pet peeve because if they really knew they would do it. And so people don't really know because they don't do it. I'm like, Ooh, that's so true. (laughs) I see that in my profession a lot. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) So yeah. And Um, I, I was asking that because sometimes we rely so much on other people you know for our happiness Mm -hmm. and so you really have to look within first but go ahead you tell me what comes next in this process uh so yeah I was gonna say a lot of times um you know we end up going to our friends or our family looking for advice or looking for help and unfortunately you know it's it's that old saying that you are 
um, the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So a lot of times the people that you're spending time with are not necessarily um, not to their own fault, but they're not helping you push forward Mm -hmm. because they like the you that is you because that's the one they know. And in their head, the person that you are wanting to become is unknown. And it can be scary for our loved ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you really get past that, like then we figure out, you know, you know what you want, you know where you're trying to go. Then we figure out like what's stopping you from being this person? Is it fear? Is it a competence um, issue? You know, is it finances? If you've got, you know, a big business dream or something, resources, what are the things that are actually preventing you from being that person that you are working towards? I'm writing. (laughs) Okay. And that's like a huge one, right? Right. (laughs) Here's where the mindset stuff comes in. (laughs) Right. Right. That's tough. Then yeah, what are you going to do with that? So you must break those down individually after you figure out what is holding you back, right? I know, I know, specifically, I had seen when I looked through some of your services, you talked about courage. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of I mean, people, I've heard this before, there's only two, um, two emotions, happiness and fear, right? Because Uh, everything else resides in fear, right? And so that's kind of like the opposite of courage. And so I saw you talk about courage, but but is that kind of why you chose that? Or how did you land on um, really helping people work through fear and and embracing more courage? So courage is one of those emotions. Um, I always say that fear and worry are not, like they're useless emotions. Mm -hmm. Because if you're scared of something, you're scared of something that doesn't exist yet. And if you're worried about something, of course, uh, other than like the extreme, the things that like our body creates, um, you know, if something's hot, we're scared of it because it can hurt us. But for the most part, the emotional fears, um, they're, they're not really, they're, they're scared of things that may or may not happen. And worry and guilt are that way too. Guilt is something that, you know, maybe you didn't like what you chose, but you did it anyway. Well, you can't go back and change it. So you've got to keep moving forward. That's really the 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 propelling life force is we all are trying to grow and move forward and you can't stay stagnant and with that it takes courage to jump because on the other side of where you're at now is this whole unknown road that you've never taken before and that takes massive courage the good news though is that it only takes you know a few seconds of courage to create and to start that momentum that you need to really move forward in whatever area it is of your life. Mm-hmm. You so just quotes pop into my head, right? So whatever uh-huh. you want is on the other side of fear. That's the one that yep. I just got from you. Yep, <laughs> absolutely, very good. It totally is, but you've got to take the action, and right. action is scary. So there's there's your courage. So would you say after you help people kind of figure out what they want? where they want to go and then you figure out you help them figure out what's stopping them is that like kind of the is that one of the core pieces figuring out what the barrier is from them getting what they want oh absolutely um once you know what it is if you you've got to get past it there's a reason that you haven't moved past these things before i mean there's multiple reasons but you've got to get past that block per se. Our minds put up these things. And if you don't deal with the the core reasons, you're not really going to allow yourself to fully embrace those next steps. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think it takes for someone to go through this self-discovery process per se? And do they have to repeat it often? So I would 
so the, the course is six weeks because I think you can get massive results really quickly if you're committed to it. Um, but it really is just a starting point. You know, at the end of my power class is, um, it's a six week program. And at the end of that, they basically leave with a game plan. So we work through all of these exercises and then we sort of set them up like, all right, how do you, you know, so that they know what the next steps are and can move forward. Now, it is something that you're going to change throughout your life. You know, you go from a woman to a wife and a wife to a mother and a mother to a, a grandmother, you know, so like throughout your whole life, these are not things that you can do one and done. Unfortunately, as much as we would all love to just do it once and be, you know, be over it. Um, but I think it, the value is really knowing these tools and recognizing the cues that when you're starting to feel a certain way, you have these strategies and these things that you can use and have in your tool belt to help get past the the difficult transitions a little bit easier. Right. Yeah, for sure. I've today I was just listening to something about and I don't know if it's completely relevant, but a guy was talking about um, a strategy he used and he had great success with it before and it seemed boring to use it again. But his, no. men, his mentor said, <laughs> why would you change something that works? So mm -hmm. do it again. You know, if you get off the track, then why don't you get back on the track with what has worked before and, and try that first? Like, why reinvent the wheel all the time? Absolutely. So um, if you had to give someone a couple resources um, that you could recommend to our listeners before we kind of talk about um, some other things that you offer if someone was looking for some guidance or, you know, as a personal development junkie, right? I know you kind of already mm -hmm. mentioned Wayne Dyer, um, but if yeah. someone just needed some additional guidance or they were just kind of delving into personal development for the first time in mm -hmm. mindset, are there any, um, are there any specific resources or tools that, or something that was a really a catalyst or change in your life um, that you could direct them to? Sure. Um, so I am a total book nerd. I love to read. So um, two books actually come to mind when you say that. One is An Oldie But A Goodie by Dr. Dyer. It's your erroneous zones. It sounds a little more erotic than it is. Um, it really is just about figuring out those sort of mindset weaknesses that you might have and figuring out how to kind of fill in the gaps. It's a super valuable um, tool and like a really easy read. It's one that I go back and read quite often just as a little refresher. Um, and then another one that I have fallen in love with is by Jen Sin Sincero, I believe. It's called You Are a Badass. Mm -hmm. And it's put more in that um, woman kind of take charge uh, perspective. And I really love her energy and how she uses humor to make it a little lighter, even when it is, the, uh, when it is those sort of challenging moments in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I love things that are like, I like that you mentioned that that was an easy read. Uh, one of the catalysts for my personal development journey was mm -hmm. a friend actually, she didn't mean to send it anonymously, but <laughs> she accidentally sent anonymously the book called the mindset by Carol Dweck. And, yep. um, and it was a very good, like, I remember reading and thinking, oh my gosh, this is me. Like I mm -hmm. apparently have a fixed mindset and I'm like, no more, I'm not gonna have a fixed mindset anymore. And, um, it, I wouldn't say like, so I thought it was really excellent. Um, and I don't even know if I read to the end cause I got the gist, like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna have this fixed mindset. <laughs> I'm gonna have this growth mindset. I was curious mm -hmm. if you thought either of those books are good audible books because we're talking to a audience that likes to listen. 
Sure. Um, so the the You Are a Badass is a hilarious auto book. It is it's the knowledge that you might that you want in the moment, but it's going to entertain you too. It's kind of like watching your you know listening to your favorite sitcom on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that one is super fun. But other than that, there's yeah, those no, are the good. big ones. Yeah, yeah totally. For sure. um, yeah, it's funny. Funny that you say that. I, we all like to be entertained, so I'm always good for a good entertaining book. And I always like to listen to people's voice before I um, decide to listen to them. So that's good. Um, do you ever give clients an assignment to read a book sometimes? Yes, I do. All the time. Yeah, that, was my, that was my question I was struggling to think of a second ago. So I always ask every guest um, if you had to share like a very single solitary message or like one or two take-home points. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone wanted, if, you know, if if someone wanted to start searching for their own superpower, especially if they're feeling really dragged through life right now, maybe emotionally, mentally, they've got a challenge or they just, they're feeling so helpless. Like, well, you know, I would do that. That's easier for her to say if blank, you know, what's your gut reaction? What would you give them to take home today? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's that you're enough, no matter where you're at, no matter how you feel. Um, there's nothing wrong with, who you are with the emotions that you have, and it's okay to ask for help. Um, I think there's such a negative connotation when it comes to the, you know, therapy or counseling or any of that. So I feel like we wait too long to, to ask for help. And by the time we get there, we're already at the bottom of the barrel and it doesn't have to be that difficult. I think that's a really powerful message. It can really, it, it can be this, not an easy transition, but it's such simple, small steps can make a huge impact in your life. Mm-hmm. I think having a mentor, an accountability partner, a coach, um, a therapist can make or break, you know, the difference. It can make you feel so good. I remember being at a conference not that long ago and kind of the coordinators um, who's very well revered and respected said smart people get therapy for sure. Um, it yep. doesn't have to be therapy. And I had actually written this down earlier because I think people have a negative connotation. These people who already thought this already hung up the podcast, but they, <laughs> they think when we were talking about personal development, some people connotate that as self-help, like, oh, I don't need self-help. Right. And mm-hmm. that's not really the case. Like, um, well, first of all, like you said, you're enough. You have the tools to be successful where you are with what you have. I yep. completely agree. Like it's all within you. Um, it's just a matter of like, how can we help you pull that out? And sometimes you just need a sounding board. Like what if we just rephrased it? Like you need a sounding board and you need somebody to help you pull those things out. It's not, you know, it's, it's not this negative thing. It's a really positive thing and you'll be so much farther ahead and happier and just flipping fulfilled. If you, mm-hmm. if you let those, if you let, if you are being yourself, you know, Absolutely. I hate the term self-help and I hate that it's become like an industry standard to call it mm-hmm. self-help. So I'm like, you don't need help. Mm-hmm. It's, it's helpful to have help, but it's really about digging into yourself and understanding who you are as a person. So I love just the, you know, the self-discovery mission is kind of how we title it over at Searching for Superpower. Cool. Very, I just, I, I like your vibe. So Jen, um, where can people find you? 
Uh, yes. So I, uh, you can find me at searchingforsuperpower.com. You can see all my programs and links to my social media on uh, Facebook. You can also find it with that. Um, and I do a Supermom's Guide to Mindset show on my Facebook page and on YouTube weekly. It drops every Tuesday. Awesome. Excellent. I'm going to definitely check that out. I'm sure. I think... And people can like uh, sign up for alerts, I think, to be reminded of that because sometimes we forget. But I think just having a little piece of that, even if you weren't going to add a personal development or some something good, something positive to your life, then at least add something once a week for sure. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on today, Jen. I really appreciate everything that you shared with our audience and I hope they loved it as well. Yeah, hopefully it was super valuable. It's been it's been really great. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. 